this episode. Waiting for her mum to pick her up, but she was crying. You know, we'll put a, get a Band-Aid put on it and it'll all be okay. You know, we'll, we'll just get a little bit of antiseptic cream and they really hurt, don't they? I've had a cut on my finger and even that still small thing, it just seems to hurt so much. As we know, kids can still have quite a significant reaction <laughs> to that sort of thing. Um, which I suppose was obviously it's a great story for encouraging empathy. More than one way of doing things. So, you know, let's explore those possibilities. Talk about some bigger things that might yeah, be going absolutely. on in your organisation. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan, and I have the great pleasure to introducing uh, our new host today, and that is uh, Cindan Adams. She's the head of our marketing team here at Anecdote. Hi, Cindan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. It's uh, great to be here on the other side of things. I'm usually, you know, writing up the podcast. Not That's doing right. You're yet. usually helping us sort of pull it all together. So it's great to have you on the show. Um, and we have a, a little story, haven't we, that to, um, to share with you, and we'll have a bit of a chat about that. Um, but the, I guess the thing uh, that we should get going on is um, perhaps, you know, perhaps you can give me a thumbnail. What sort of the things that you're focused on as you're in your role in, in marketing here at Anecdote? Well, uh, I'm responsible for well, all our marketing efforts, really. I pull them all together. So yep. that's our social media, our blog, our po- weekly podcast, Anecdotally Speaking, yep. and our monthly newsletter, Anecdotally. They're probably the main things that people mm. would see coming yep. from us. Yep, yep. I know you. And, um, yeah, you, keep, you get the whip out and make sure that we create the content to, to make all right. those things happening. So, uh, but no, it's great, great to have you finally on the show, right? So <laughs> this is this is tremendous. So, the story that we've got today is just uh, one I heard last week, or maybe it was the week before. I, I, I went on a trip uh, to Broken Hill with a friend of mine. It was just a big car trip. I think it was. To drive to Broken Hill from Sydney is about a 12-hour drive. And we drove, I think in four days, we travelled 3,000 kilometres, right? That was a, you know, a pretty big drive. But my friend Darren, his wife, Tao Sher, um, told me when we got back a little thing that happened at her school, which I thought was a lovely story that illustrates a few things you could use in a business setting, Okay. So apparently she was picking her twins up. She's got two lovely four-year-old boys. I think they're at preschool, uh, Daz and Dash are their names. And um, when she was there at the school, the pickup, the afternoon pickup, uh, she noticed there was a little girl, also four or five years old, uh, just uh, sort of waiting for her mum to pick her up, but she was crying. And there was a few adults who were sort of helping her out. And one of the adults, uh, a woman, sort of came up to her and sort of got down, haunched down and, and spoke. She said, what's going, what's up? Can I help you? And the little girl had a little scratch in her finger. And she sort of put her finger out and sort of went, oh, you know, she's crying, it hurts, it hurts. And, and the woman said, look, yeah, it'll be okay. You know, we'll put a, get a Band-Aid put on it and it'll all be okay. And so she got off to go and do that. And the kid just kept crying. Uh, and then a fellow uh, who was a doctor, actually, um, he he spoke to her and he's more or less said the same thing than the, the previous woman sort of said, oh, you know, look, that'll be fine if, you know, we'll, we'll just get a little bit of antiseptic cream and, you know, and this kid just kept trying. And the third woman who, the third mother 
took a different approach. She sort of came up to the little little kid and again sort of got down on her haunches and um, sort of said, oh, you got a cut on your finger. Don't they hurt? They really hurt, don't they? I've had a cut on my finger. And even that still small thing, it just seems to hurt so much. And as she's speaking, this little kid all of a sudden stops crying. And I don't know, as soon as I heard that, I thought, gee, isn't that lovely, you know, just by being a little bit more empathetic to that child and, and reliving it from their own perspective seemed to have that soothing impact on, the, on that uh, little girl. Um, anyway, that's my story, Sindon. What do you reckon? Tell me. Love um, Love what it. do we like? What do we like about that story? Let's start there. Well, first of all, I think it's very relatable, actually. I think we've all witnessed a situation like that. Maybe it's, you know, a little, a little kid taking a little tumble on the grass or something like that at a park, yep. you know, when you sort of wait, anticipate and see how they're going to react. Um, it's a very relatable scenario. And, you know, we all have emotions. We can all sort of relate to feeling a bit upset. Um, yeah. But I also want... Yeah. One thing I really love about that story is the repetition. You know, you've got these three different people approaching. Yes. Um, they all try their different techniques, but it makes it very, very easy to recall um, and to retell, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Prompt. Yeah. No, I think you're so right. And um, I know that people love threes in stories. There's something about mm. three things, isn't it? It's almost an archetypal yeah, pattern that we, we see in our stories. Um, I know I was very mindful of trying to create a little bit of a picture. I probably could have created a bit more of a picture about what that little girl looked like, but I didn't know the answer to that. But Tausha mm -hmm. said to me that they were all getting down to her level. So I remember that. That was the sort of main imagery that yeah. I had, that these big adults, you know, were sort of getting down to this little four or five-year-old and uh, sort of, you know, getting down to her level to talk to her. I thought that was nice. Yeah, there's um, a real image there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's uh, important in any of these stories. Um, yeah. So we're touching already, like, what can we do better in a story like that? Like, is there anything that would have helped you, um, I don't know, have a greater impact from that story, do you think? Well, there was almost this uh, little moment of humour, which I particularly liked which maybe you could have drawn on a little bit more yeah, which, yeah, what was with that? The, the tiny cut on the finger. Right. You know, I just find it almost a little bit funny. There's this little girl potentially with, you know, a tiny little almost paper cut of a thing. Oh, yeah. But as we know, kids can still have quite a significant <laughs> reaction to that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I almost absolutely. feel you could have pulled that out a little bit more. But um I don't know what I would improve otherwise. Mm. Um, when you I first think maybe maybe I could have done a little bit more of a job around um, setting the place. I and mean, we yeah. know it was a school, you know, it was the pickup. So you know, people, you know, you can imagine a whole bunch of people, you know, kids racing around and, and uh, you know, a bunch of adults standing there looking for their kids, kids throwing the little backpacks on, and, yeah. you know. So maybe you could sort of build it up a little bit more like that. One yes. of the things that um, I'm, I'm really mindful at the moment about any story is actually place, right? I think yeah. we're very, you know, the research shows that we've, it's sort of built into us this idea of where we are, you know, and how we relate to everything else from a location perspective. So I think it's important to really add place elements in your stories. So that could, yeah. that could definitely be an improvement, yeah. Well, I remember when you first, um, you gave me sort of, 
the thumbnail version of what story you were going to tell today. And yeah. it was, you didn't really go into where it was or anything like that. And so I was immediately thinking, oh yeah, that's, that could maybe improve the story. But then when you retold it in the podcast, you did give me that context. I gave so. you the fuller version, you see? Yeah. Ah, so yeah fantastic. So. Okay. Now, this is going to be a pretty short podcast, I think. So we're going to get into the scoring. Oh, no, no. Before we score, we've got to talk about how we might use this, right? <laughs> what's the business, you know, yeah. sort of uh, application? I know what struck you, you in terms of how you might use this in a business setting, do you think? Well, I think the first point that um, to us both was obviously it's a great story for encouraging empathy yeah. uh, because in the end, it's the mum who is able to say to the little girl, Oh, I can really understand how you're feeling, who um, manages to calm her down and help her feel a little bit better in that situation. Yeah. And this is going and, to be, um, that's important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we can all encourage a little bit more empathy, I think. Yeah. And look, and I think with organizations, a lot of organizations are investing in, uh, you know, uh, emotional intelligence programs and trying to help people, you know, connect at a different level and, more human approach to to work, for example, and I think obviously empathy is a big part of it. Sometimes we get so rational and logical, you know. Let's give you the solution, you know. Oh, we'll just put the band aid on and we'll get the antiseptic cream in. You know, they're very solution oriented sort of people. Whereas in fact, this little kid really only wanted someone to say, "Yeah, it does hurt, doesn't it?" You know, it. Um, yeah. It's a real bummer. So I think uh, yeah. we can easily fall into that trap. Yeah, and I think the other thing too is if you've got a person in your team that has, you know, that really does jump to the solution-oriented approach, you know, it, I know maybe this will just help them think different, especially if they've got kids and they've had that experience with kids. I think that would help them a little bit just to see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Mm, but other than that, I can't think of any others. You got any others that uh, jump out for you? Well, I guess as, as you were sort of just saying, you know, it just highlights that there's more of one way, more than one way of doing things. So, you know, let's explore those possibilities. Mm, yeah, actually, that's a good one, isn't it? You know, just getting people to open their mind up about, hey, you don't have to do everything, you know, in the standard way. What's what's some other ways? So actually, it's a sort of a little um, way, you know, way to just spark a new perspective, right on something like if all of a sudden someone gives you this new way of looking at it even though it seems like a seems like a trivial story right but it's a trivial mm -hmm. story that give you a stepping off point to talk about some bigger things that might yeah, be going absolutely. on in your organization fabo love it okay sinden this is the the big question now <laughs> What score out of 10 are you going to give this story? I really didn't want to do this because I feel like this number comes up a lot on the podcast, but it's just, I don't know. It's just what popped into my head and I couldn't dismiss it, but I'm going to give it a seven. You're seven in it. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Because I do, seven. Yeah. I do really like this story and I think, you know, it makes some important points, um, but maybe it just doesn't have, the breadth that other stories have mm. to be applied to as many different situations. Yeah. Um, but they do really like it. 
I, I love it because it's such a small story. And you know me, I'm an advocate mm. for small stories. I don't want these big, fancy stories. I want things that happen on a day-to-day basis that we can learn from. And yeah, so for, nice. for that reason, I'm going to give it an eight, which is, you know, it's up there for awesome. me. I'm normally a seven, yeah. guy, but uh, I'm going to go an eight. <laughs> Okay. We all are on this podcast. <laughs> Seven people. <laughs> Seven, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, before we uh, wrap up, uh, is there anything we need to share with our listeners, Sindon? Yes, there are a couple of things. Um, so firstly, we've just published some new events on our website, some storytelling for leaders uh, public programs that are being held in February. So if you're interested, take a look at those. Um, I also wanted to put a little bit of a shout out. Um, we're obviously going into a new year. And if there's anything that you would like to see from Anecdote on our social media, maybe on our blog or on the podcast, um, a particular topic you'd like explored, anything like that, um, we'd love for you to get in touch. Pop it in the comments on this podcast or you can reach out to us. I'll put our details in the show notes. And finally, we are closing the office for three weeks over the Christmas period, holiday mm. period. So we will be closed from the 20th of December until the 10th of January. So just keep that in mind if you wanted to reach out. Fabulous. Now, I believe we have one more episode before the end of the year, and then we're going to take a break. Uh, so, yes. uh, and I tell you what, in that break, this is the time to really look out for stories. Right? Stories other people are telling, things that are happening. Get your story bank out, jot them down, make sure you've got some good stories heading into 2022 uh, that you can tell them that first, you know, first weeks of uh, getting back to work. Uh, so this is the time to do it. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Sindon, for joining us. Um, thanks again for listening to Anecdotally Speaking. And thanks of course, for having me. Yeah, that no, was a real pleasure. And tune in next week for another episode of How to Put Your Stories to Work. Bye for now. Anecdotally speaking, was engineered by Dave Stokes from author to audio.